Welcome to the Creating Your Beautiful Life podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. I'm an invisible illness warrior, kidney transplant recipient, speech and language expert, mom to four, and life coach for people who have gone through incredible health challenges. On this podcast, I teach you how to move forward from difficulty and disappointment into joy and abundance as you take charge of creating your own beautiful life. Hello, my friends. How is everyone doing today? I hope you had a great weekend. We finally got to try out my husband's rock climbing equipment that he got for his birthday back in July. And it was really fun to see the kids try out the harnesses and see what rock climbing is like. The first time I went rock climbing was in college and it was with my now husband. So it's fun to have another way to play outside here in Ohio. It was gorgeous weather this past week, and I know it's not going to last forever. In fact, this week it's been raining quite a bit, so I made it a point to have a picnic with my preschooler outside every day last week. We ended up in some pretty funny places uh, from me typing in the words park into the GPS to figure out some spots to go to. One of them even ended up being a park and ride. with a big pavilion and a cemetery on site. It was pretty appropriate for close to October weather. So my son, my son had fun at the, at the cemetery. He calls it a nemesary <laughs> and I refuse to correct it because he's only four. And yeah, we still ate lunch there, but I made sure to make, to find a park with a playground for the next day. Um, I just got my eyes dilated. So hopefully I can see my notes today. Um, but today I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about an extended version of what we were talking about last week. So last week's episode was exploring failure. We talked about how so often when we don't even know what we're aiming for, we end up calling ourselves failures. If you remember from that episode, the way we define failure is that it's when we or someone else does not meet our expectations. Super simple. You don't meet your own expectations or someone else doesn't meet the expectations that you had. We also talked about the importance of not lowering your expectations just to avoid feeling the emotion of failure. Conversely, if you want to learn how to be successful, it's simply meeting your own expectations. When you allow the expectations to stay the same and you reach them, That's what we call success. The trick is to allow yourself to be willing to feel however you feel if you don't meet your own expectations. This is the time for you to see if you're going to beat yourself up or decide to have your own back if you fail. In today's episode, I want to take an even more in-depth look on why we would want to fail and how to learn the skill of failing. Okay, we get so scared of failing that it often keeps us from even starting, from wanting to set a goal or from wanting to learn something new. This episode is going to explore why we do that and how we can learn to overcome that fear if we want to. When we're obsessed with doing everything to avoid failure, we're actually causing ourselves to fail. So why not learn how to do it on purpose? That way, you fail your way there. 
to other people, it doesn't even, sometimes it doesn't even look like you are failing. It may or may not look like you know what you're doing. But when you're so caught up in other people's opinions, you don't even give yourself the chance and the space for growth. I also think that you might think that failing isn't all that scary until there's the possibility of failing in front of someone else. Just the other day, while I was taking my son to the park for a picnic, my husband was able to come with us. We'd gotten long boards last summer and had taken them out on a date last year on a bike path. The path had some roots in it and some uphills and some really steep downhills, Um, steeper downhills than I was really comfortable with. I got my courage up to try longboarding, but I got scared and I took a bad fall one time. I decided it was safer to just walk my board on the path the rest of the way. So when my husband asked me this week if I wanted to bring my longboard to the skate park, my, my initial reaction was no. And then I reminded myself, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could fail. I'm okay with being a beginner. So we ate our lunch and then I decided to take the longboard out and see how it felt. As I walked down to the ramp, to the flat area, I saw there were a few people that were having lunch next to us. And immediately, I I just wanted to walk that board right back up the ramp. (laughs) Because I felt like, yeah, it's okay if I fail, but I really didn't want to see anyone, have anyone else see me fail. I didn't want to worry about them judging me and my very novice skills. It was then that I started to be onto my brain. I could hear all of this noise and why I shouldn't try and definitely that I should not fail in front of other people or look stupid because I was understanding that this thinking was being created by me, not the other people at the park. I decided I was going to practice failing. I also reframed my failing to remind myself that I didn't even have a deadline for when I was going to learn how to longboard. I just wanted to try it out and have fun with my husband and son. I reminded myself that I had decided that the only way to fail was to quit. I told myself, I'm just going to keep failing until I get there and feel fear and excitement along the way. And what other people think is none of my business. So I got on the board and started trying it out a little at a time until I got more and more steady. I definitely wasn't a pro by the time I had ended, but I was able to maneuver and turn around obstacles and a few people, and I had fun. There were a few times that my balance was off and I got scared I was going to fall. I could feel the fear rise up instantly. Like I was surprised how quick it came. But because I'm used to feeling fear, I knew that's what that sensation was in my body. Now, the sensation of losing my balance, um, that sensation wasn't what caused my fear. It was my thought, I'm going to fall. That created the emotion of fear. Slowly, I got back into the rhythm of being on the board and began to enjoy the smooth ride. Okay. So there are a few things to learn from this example. The first is that failing gets you there. I already have the skill of knowing how to snowboard, wakeboard, 
and paddleboard. I use those skills to help me fail my way to riding on a longboard. I allowed myself to be a beginner at each of those activities until I could comfortably enjoy doing each of them. If I had decided I wanted to be a professional longboarder, I've definitely failed at it. (laughs) But my goal here was to have fun, which initially didn't really seem like an option when I was so scared and uncertain about how skateboarding in the park would go. Okay, the next thing to discuss is a couple of emotions that can get in our way or at least trick us into thinking that we can't even start. The first emotion is uncertainty. I don't know about you, but this emotion can really sneak up on me sometimes. When I was longboarding, I wasn't sure if I would be able to stay on the board or turn or stop or jump off or keep from falling or running into something or someone. The out of control feeling of uncertainty is really challenging. We can feel uncertain when our schedules change unexpectedly, or I know that I'm having symptoms in my body. I don't know why. This recently happened when I experienced severe anemia. I knew I wasn't feeling well, but I didn't know why. The thought, um, I thought that the uncertainty was what was driving me crazy. But the truth is, it's my thoughts about my symptoms that were driving me crazy. I was thinking thoughts like, I don't know what's wrong with me, and there's something going on, and I can't figure out why it's happening. Those kinds of thoughts were creating the emotion of uncertainty for me. Now, this goes hand in hand with the next emotion that comes up, usually, fear. When I was longboarding, I kept feeling fear because of what I was thinking, and the fear of feeling like I had failed could have prevented me from even trying. And in my anemia scenario, it wasn't the anemia that was causing me to be afraid. It was my thoughts. Something has gone wrong. And there might be something wrong with my kidney or the favorite thought of everyone. It's probably cancer. And I don't say that flippantly because a cancer diagnosis is very challenging and it does concern me with all the medications that I'm taking for my transplant. There's a real fear there because I'm creating the emotion in my body from thinking it might be cancer. However, the uncertainty and fear don't help me be successful in learning to longboard or taking care of my body. In fact, getting the results back initially that I had anemia felt like I was failing because my body wasn't meeting my expectation of recovering from anemia that I thought had been corrected when I had my kidney transplant. So how do we deal with fear and uncertainty? You allow yourself to be willing to feel any emotion. You allow yourself to relax into uncertainty, fear, and any other negative emotion that is coming up for you. For sure, go back and listen to my episode on processing negative emotions if this is something that sounds foreign to you. Being willing to feel any emotion, good or bad, is the price you pay to intentionally live into the life you really want. Once you've allowed yourself to name the emotion you're experiencing, relax into it, and let your body process it, now what are you supposed to do? 
For me, I found that the quickest way for me to shift my stance from uncertainty and fear after I fully processed them and allowed myself to feel them is to start making decisions from a place of sufficiency and love. I am enough and I love myself. When I start to make a decision to go all in on finding out what I can do about taking care of my body, then I do that. To this day, I've been through tons of medical treatments and tests to figure it out. And although the tests have all come out normal, I continue to hold in my mind my ability to take care of myself no matter what. I choose to face uncertainty and fear with confidence and courage. When I think thoughts like, I'm going to take care of me no matter what, it generates the emotion of confidence. When I'm feeling confident, I'm ready to make the phone calls I need to. I'm ready to ask the right questions to the doctors and to speak up for myself. And when I'm stuck in uncertainty and fear, I'm not going to go out and get the information I need to, to help me to be successful in taking care of my body. Okay, so back to failing. Why are people so afraid of failing? I think it's because we're afraid of how we're going to talk to ourselves when we do fail to meet our expectations. We make it mean so many terrible things about ourselves, and that negative self-talk can be pretty brutal. If we're not paying attention to it, we may not even realize how degrading we are to ourselves. It's this self-talk we're trying to avoid and the terrible things that we will make it mean about ourselves that make it so that we don't even try in the first place. We fail ahead of time by not even trying. We think things like, I shouldn't fail. This should be easy for me. I already know this, but I'm not doing it. So what if there was a different way? What if you decided not to beat yourself up anymore when you fail to meet your expectations? What if there is a different perspective you could adopt? What if you got rid of the uncertainty of how you will show up after you fail by purposefully making the decision to not be mean to yourself ever again after you fail? Because decisions that are firmly made about what you will or won't think is what causes certainty. And certainty is an emotion that you want on your side. Okay, so what does it mean to have your own back even if you don't meet your own expect your expectations. For me, it means I will see myself and all the hard effort I put in and reward myself for that instead of berating and belittling myself. It means that I'll accept that I maybe used to beat myself up and realize there's another way. I like to think about thoughts like hats I can try on. I find new thoughts to believe from lots of different places, from books I read, people I listen to, podcasts, my friends, religious speeches or scriptures or mantras on apps in my phone. When I find something that really resonates that I can really believe, then I keep wearing that hat. If that's not serving me, I just pass the hat along. And this is because I know that the quality of thoughts that I deliberately choose to believe directly impacts the quality of, of emotions that I will experience 
that ultimately drive all of my actions. I like to remind myself that I can change my mind at any time. I don't have to be stuck thinking the things that I've always thought. I can change and evolve just by committing to thinking in a new way. And one of these thoughts that I'm committed to believing is that I am new every day. When I give myself a chance to be new, I let myself believe new things that serve me each day. I don't have to be how I used to be. I get to decide who I am today. So how do we get out of this, I have to do it perfectly thinking pattern? When I was in college, I foolishly signed up for a junior level Asian humanities class, my first semester of college. I failed some tests and ended up getting a B minus in the class, which to me might as well have been an F. Our culture is obsessed with everyone getting A's. We're obsessed with being seen as smart, educated, well-rounded. But if everyone is getting A's, I like to question it. It means you didn't get any answers wrong, which means you weren't really challenged. Did you grow from that test? If you already knew all the answers, how could you? How could you learn something that you already know? What I like to think is that it really means that the test wasn't challenging enough. No one has any growth potential because the test was too easy if everybody's just getting 100%, getting A's. And I like to apply this to any area of my life. If I think that I'm passing with flying colors, I'm probably not challenging myself enough. I'm not allowing myself to grow through trying, failing, reevaluating, learning, trying again, and maybe failing or succeeding. But the point is to fail my way there and not be scared of the failure because I know how I'm going to treat myself and talk to myself if I don't meet my expectations. I'm going to take care of me. I'm going to go all in on loving me the whole way there. So, my friends, what is it that you are willing to just be plain bad at, fail at, and keep failing until you find your footing and start to succeed? Because I know that goal is totally worth it. Okay, have a great week, my friends. And if you haven't yet, please leave me a five-star review so more people can find the podcast. Thanks, friends. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's coach together today. Hope you have a wonderful week creating beauty wherever you go.